I'm a regular. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. It makes me. Who's that? Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's Dario, and this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? Hey. Hey. I don't like it. Voices, fancy. I'm not for everybody. It's what? Cross-culture. Cross culture. It's what? Cross-culture. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. Cross-culture. Hey. <laughs> that was cute that was cute that was cute hi guys how you guys doing hope everybody had a great week mm-hmm. hope you guys are going to have a good week amen because i just thought about how we record on the end of the week but this comes out at the beginning of the week right okay but there's like a contract mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's true the vibes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so wishing you a good one okay as we recover from one okay nice nice one anyway tell us what was your highlight you go first (laughs) i go first no it was crazy oh i should go first for real oh okay (laughs) um let me see highlights 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 um i think i have a couple of highlights i think i mean i've mentioned i've been working out um so that has been a good highlight because that has been really good and i've been like actually following up and pushing myself So I'm proud of myself for doing that. Um, another highlight for me with my son's school, we have like guidance meetings every two weeks. Um, and like, you know, just working on different things with him and um, having him, because I've mentioned that he has a speech delay. So having him work on identifying uh, family members and also like say them. And his um, teacher was like, yeah, like, you know, with whenever he sees my picture, like he takes my picture. And he's like, mama, and kisses it like, and I'm, like I'm just like, because oh, at home he'd be doing shakara, like, you know, he'd be, you know, acting somehow. So it's nice to know that's OK. And outside, outside publicly, you're showing that you really love me. <laughs> so that really, really made my it made my whole week. I'm not even going to lie. Um, So I'm trying to see what else that pretty much has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that has, I had a highlight to say, but I'm like, I'm not, I think I'm. Oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's, you know, it's not been a bad week, actually. It's not been a bad week. Moments when it was almost bad, I took charge and not let it take over the whole week, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, you know? So even, even, you know, with having like a bad hour or a bad day, don't let it mess up the rest of the day or the rest of the week. Yes. Yeah. So that, I'll say overall, that's the highlight. Taking charge a little bit, you know? Like what you? Um, I caught up with my good girl Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Okay, that's a good one. You know, we're so busy because she's like brilliant, so she's getting her doctorates right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, she be busy, and I be busy at times too. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had like 
Some girl time. That, you know, talking to each other for a good kiki in a minute. So mm-hmm. we got to catch up a little bit. That's good. That's so a nice that highlight. Okay, okay. Well, nice. Yeah, you know, guys, we like to say, you know, life be life in, things be hard. Just try and take note of the little things that put a smile on your face, that tickles your panties and just put a little twinkle in your eye, you know. So, yeah. Dami, how do we like to start? Guys, we like to start with hot topics so you guys let's get to it the hot topics this week let's start with the grammys so the grammys happened i forget that like february is like the first month Mm -hmm. of the year yeah because everything happens in february Mm -hmm. black history month valentine's day all-star weekend super Super bowl Bowl. grammys Grammys. yeah so every weekend is booked and busy honey in february and the grammys just passed Mm -hmm. and to be honest i felt that the grammys was kind of cultured this year okay okay i feel like i saw a lot of us mm-hmm. sprinkle sprinkle throughout everywhere mm. um so a lot happened in the grammys girl we had the inaugural african performance award yeah we had our girl SZA. we had victoria monet so let's pick a place to start and let's get in there so who won who are the winners at least the winners that we we kind of know of and care about. So SZA won um three awards that night. Okay, she won for Snooze, um uh, for Best Song of the Year, I believe. Mm-hmm. She won for Best R and B Performance, a Best R and B Song, and I forgot what the other one was, but she got three awards. Okay. Um, so SZA swept the night. Victoria Monet was another. Yes. Queen. What did she win? Best New Artist or something? Best New Artist mm-hmm. was one of them, I believe. She won. Um. Uh, for on my mama girl that is my song that is i, lo- I love that song that is a um, song. and i believe she won something for jaguar as like a project as well okay um i wish i was more professional and had all of this i thought you had it no no so um but you know i didn't know that um victoria was uh or is a songwriter and like she's been a songwriter for many many years oh you didn't know that mm, oh yeah uh-huh that. So that's definitely nice. Because, you know, I, you know, if you're a songwriter, it's like, you know, you're working behind the scenes for many years. And, like, you really not want to be an artist. And then to really acknowledge. Because I think it was, was it the VMAs that was the last year that people were like, why wasn't she included? To, like, yeah, they were saying that she perform. wasn't ready. Yeah, they're like, it's too soon. And now look at her getting her shine. Yes. Um. So the, with her daughter there and her husband, such a beautiful family. Married? Or is that, like, people saying that they're married? Uh, that's a good question. Though. So last time I remember, they were just locked in they were in a relationship oh great but i feel like one person said oh her husband and people just her husband oh i didn't know but if they are congratulations and yes i love it you never know because she did do a speech that you know i'm a proud queer woman like it just well never mind but anyway congrats (laughs) right look you good as a unit yeah queer doesn't mean she's not married yes they showed up as a unit and they look Mm -hmm. great as a unit absolutely um i know tyla she won the best african music performance which was nice. I know some people were like not happy about that. What do you think about that? Well, this was a new award. Yes. So this award, this is the first year it ever came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like when stuff like that happens, I'll be feeling like, okay, even if Burna Boy didn't have the best year of his life or DeVito didn't have the best year and, Ty- and Water was popular, she didn't earn it per se. So is it like similar to the whole Victor Monet thing that... She's not been out enough. No. Like Mimi was saying. No, because even with that Victoria Monet thing, that was like false because Victoria Monet has, has been, been in out. the industry. Mm-hmm. But with Tyler, I just think that like, 
was it really the best African performance? I think that, like, sometimes there's, like, recency bias. Yeah. Where, like, the song got hot towards the end of the year and it just flowed away. Uh-huh. And now it's like, it seems like it just had such an impact, mm-hmm. but it was like, mm-hmm. it's been hot for, like, three months. So the other Africans, or other Nigerians, I want to talk about the Nigerians that also include that. Burna Boy. Um, before- Damn, not just Nigerians, you bogus. <laughs> Born a boy, um, he lost. Um, Davido was also on that list. Olamide and Ashake, and um, Ira, Ira Star. Is it Ira? Ira, Ira, Ira Star. She also lost to Water. Like I would have, I would have accepted anybody but her. Honestly, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. Ira's young. Even Ira actually, because Ira been out for a Ira been hustling, and she's mm-hmm. been hustling all year. Like she's been doing on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Her name is Loki. Yeah, everywhere. Three years, two, three yeah. years. He's been going hard. He's been going very hard. So I'm just, I just kept felt like, I don't know. It just kind of felt like, you know, as in a lot of things, they found the person that is, you know. I think also this TikTok thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, because, you know, her dance was really trending, you know, and I think that's another thing, too, to it. Yeah, know? it was, it's a popular song, mm-hmm. but it didn't deserve that, especially for the inaugural, like, the first person. Yes. I didn't think it deserved that. Um, Just to mention the other awards, uh, Best Global Music, Bless, I'm sorry, let me see, there's something I want to say. Best Global, Af- Best Global Music Album, sorry about that. It's it was won by the moment. The song is the moment by Shakti. Have you heard of Shakti? No, it's not. I've my, actually not heard of Shakti. It's not my lane. Best global music performance. Um, it was won by Bella Fleck Banjo, Edgar Mayer, Zakir Tabla. The song is called Pashto. Okay. Um, those are the other ones, the other like different categories that you know Davido and Bernabeu were also in that they could possibly won, but they didn't. You think, okay, so, like, let's take a second, though, and talk about that. Because I don't think that this, like, I, I was oh, not... No, a, I'm not a fan of Davido. I mean, I like Davido's Timeless album, but no, it's not... Both, it didn't, yeah, no, either did. Album. No, absolutely not. I was just saying that's the other categories that we're also in. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, y'all low-key dropped the ball. Y'all dropped the ball, too. And then a lot of the little girl come out from nowhere <laughs> and beat y'all in something that y'all should have all, all the rights to. So also with the Grammys, Jay-Z, he gave a speech. What did he win? The Dre, what, Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre um, Impact Award. Okay. Right? The Dr. Dre, I'm sorry, Global Impact Award Mm -hmm. at the Grammys. I actually do have a little bit of a snippet of that speech. Okay. You know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album in a year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. Most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. Some of you don't belong in a category. Feel like. What are your thoughts? I think that Jay-Z, what Jay-Z said was true, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's Jay-Z, Drake, Nicki, Kanye. I feel like they've all said the same thing. Yeah. Especially about the Grammys. Mm -hmm. This notion that the Grammys is political, Mm -hmm. they missed the mark, Mm -hmm. maybe racially influenced Mm -hmm. or not. Um, 
But I think there's like there was a lot of layers to a lot of things that he was saying. So like, let's start with the first point that yeah. he was making about Beyonce being the most nominated or most Grammy nominated artist, but never winning album of the year. What like thirty eight nominations? It's like forty, I think. It's thirty eight. Nominated or awarded. She's the most Grammy awarded artist. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's a difference. Yeah. But it's like, damn. Yes. And I think he, as he said, by their own metrics too, it's like, come on, make it make sense. Yeah. Make it, and that's how I'm confused. Like, how is it, how did it even like really vote or choose this people who wins this stuff? Well, they say the people that vote on the Grammy are people on the Grammy board mm-hmm. who get um access to that voting board you have to have won a grammy mm-hmm. so basically after you win they send you a thing mm-hmm. and like now you are amongst a bunch of ballots of okay so that makes sense but then there, i think it's also somewhat like some people have higher votes than others like their vote weighs more yeah i mean even what's his name uh matthew knows he also was on tmz and saying like also the record label have to also put the artist out and nominate this is the artist that we want out for yeah. the category too. Yeah. And he says, you know, you know, it's also rigged. Like they're also playing some funky games, hanky panky. Um, that's why Beyonce has never won. And you think about it, yeah, it's like why <laughs> of all of all categories, why has she not won this? Especially when And y'all keep giving the Taylor Swift. Especially when in the same night you telling me that Taylor Swift is the artist that has one album of the year the most. Taylor Swift. I don't want to sound biased in any sort of way or like this is racial, but I personally have never listened to a Taylor Swift album from beginning to end. Now, I ain't going to act like I've never, like I've never listened to some bobs. I don't like I Taylor like Swift. Some of her you know what I'm saying? Like, I like Taylor she do. Swift. I, I get I why they love her. I, I get it. You see it? But. Come on, she don't beat Beyonce. Four times? She don't no, she doesn't. Then the one time she didn't beat Beyonce, it was Adele that beat her. Like mm-hmm. And even Adele made a speech and said, This should go to Beyonce. Yeah, because Adele's albums anyway. I like Adele. I do like Adele, but I, I think that twenty one is her best album mm-hmm. still today. Mm-hmm. Twenty five I like nineteen too. You like 19. Mm. 19 has some good ones. Mm-hmm. But what was the one she had? 30? What was the last one she did? 30? No. The ages. Because no. I'm just saying, she named after the age. I'm just saying. That last one, it didn't hit the same. No, it didn't hit it. She had like maybe one or two songs on it. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Wow. 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 Take it easy. Wow. That was tough. Can you do <laughs> No, but that's how she said it. <laughs> she did not sound like yeah. I heard. How'd she say? Take it easy. <laughs> Come on, man. The British accent at the end, at the end man. <laughs> okay. But, no, okay, but you know, here's my thing though with Jay Z. Mm. I get confused at times. Was he drunk though? I feel like was he a little oh, lit? Oh damn, y'all just be putting alcohol. I'm, I'm just asking, like, was he was he a little lit or I don't think he was like inappropriately lit. No, not at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely like, not. I mean, I don't even I didn't get lit from it, but I'm mm-hmm. saying even if he was, was yeah. like maybe a couple drinks to loosen up to say it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think he was nervous for sure. Absolutely. He did he say nervous. yes. Like he did look nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I do think like I get confused sometimes because it's like I don't know, Jay-Z and them, let's just say Jay-Z, 
they have such a stance of the Grammys don't matter. Fuck the Grammys. Woo, woo, woo. We boycotting the Grammys. They? Jay-Z? I thought that was Will Smith. and No, Jay-Z. I mean, Will Smith and them was the first people to boycott it, but yeah. Jay-Z has... That was I, the Oscars, though. No, the Grammys? Yeah, Jay... I, no, for Will Smith. Will Smith was um the first ever nominee for rap, um, mm-hmm, rap mm-hmm. performer. They boycotted that award because they were said they were given the award off screen screen okay and they were saying that they're enough yeah yeah especially for what they've done for music to yeah. be on screen yeah um so and that's when he alluded to in the speech of like you know we boycotted but we messed up by watching it mm. and then jay you know he said he did the same thing like we boycotted it mm-hmm. i think that there's been a lot of rhetoric from him you know he's mm-hmm. the one who says shit like we we don't care about the grammys we use the grammys as sippy cup mm-hmm. all that rhetoric to now come and have this conversation of like working hard to be acknowledged by them and be excited i just be a little confused so it's like you do care about the grammys i feel like jay-z does a lot of inciting people to rebel against these conglomerates Mm -hmm. then joins them Mm. and that's the only thing that ends up being weird like i'm not saying i don't understand like sitting at the table to have a seat at the table or whatever yeah but then say that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then then say that. Then be real about that. That I feel like he was trying to be real about that a little bit, right? When he yeah. then said that we boycott, but we made a mistake by watching it and whatever. So it's kind of like, I think, you know, especially as black people and black successful people, right? It's kind of like as black individuals, you know, like, damn, they bogus, whatever, whatever. But you kind of still want to reach that height or that level of success or still be in those spaces. And it's like when you get there, you're like, okay i do want to receive those accolades but also it's kind of like, mm, you know so i feel like is that like i don't know what the word is i don't know what the word is of like just feeling if was it confused or just where do you belong or yeah. you know like yeah do i choose success over being black exactly <laughs> you know that's the word i'm looking for do i choose success over being black i cannot have both in this you know you can't have both but not in all spaces in all spaces you cannot then, yeah but i think like i mean it was well said. It was well said. I like that he stood up for his, you know, his wife. He did it in a nice this. way. Like, he didn't slap nobody. He didn't curse nobody out. <laughs> I always love a men stand up for the Yes. Body. And it was, I, I liked it. It was definitely in a nice, it was a professional way. And it was nice to see Beyonce as a wife. Mm-hmm. Like, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it'd be so funny when she'd just be like, yeah, I'm just here. As uh-huh. The daughter there, too. Yeah, like, I'm just the wife and mom tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not Beyonce. But she didn't fully dressed like that, too. She was, was she was in, like, I'm a Houston girl. She was damn near, like... Cowgirl outfit. Then they left right after, like, we out. Like, we just here to show up. We we, we said the war. We okay. Y'all, y'all had the cameras in our face. Woo, you saw us. Mm-hmm. Time to go. But one last thing before we leave the Grammys. I don't like how they played in my girl's face. Ooh. The tweets where they said that the rap song of the year went to Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice and then it had to renege. Oh my God, that was not a mistake. That was that was absolutely like that was intentional. Like, come on. That, that was that was a I learned you. You thought, but now you want to be talking all that shit about this. this that. And let's say this, and and this is what I also want to add to it though, like. You know, not to just put on my barb helmet, but to say, like, when Nikki says she's fighting corporations and the things bigger, mm-hmm. this is what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Because what y'all not going to reduce it to is that Megan Thee Stallion is so important that her beef with Nicki Minaj caused this. Yeah, yeah. It's not because it was Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, because rap beefs happen every day. Yeah. It's something bigger to it. I think that was tacky. 
Absolutely. Like, come on. It was unnecessary. Yeah. It was petty. Mm-hmm. You're just to embarrass the girl. To embarrass her. And you know what? I've been seeing all the barbs say it, so I'm going to say it, too. They can never make me hate you, Nikki. Okay, so let's switch off a little bit to, like, you know, still Hollywood, but black Hollywood. So, Monique, she did an interview with... Um, Shay Shay. Shay Shay. Okay, Club Shay Shay. And, of course, she talked about, like, you know, Tyler Perry, Oprah, the whole thing, and how, you know, on the sets of movies, like, you know, they don't really care about their black artists. Um, They don't really, you know, basically the same thing to RGP Henson has been saying, or recently been saying. Um, And it's funny with that, she said 10 years ago, she had a conversation with Tara G about this situation. And Tara G would basically say, what did she say? Tara G said, like, um, she was basically saying, like, you know, you have to wait your turn. Like, it will come to you. Like, you know, like this complaints of like, we should get, you know, good food. We should have our own trailers. We should get paid or whatever, whatever. And Terry was like, it will come to you. Like those who wait will get something good. You know, like, don't worry. Like after you do this role, the next one will come. The next one will come. That kind of conversation. Right. And now 10 years later, it's like, it's still the same conversation. Okay. You know? And I was like, wow, that's insightful. Like, this has been going on. And if you think about it, Monique has been in the game way longer than, you know, Terry G, too. So it's kind of like, she's speaking some truth, ain't she? I definitely think that, like, you know, a lot of people were on the wrong side of history with Monique. Mm-hmm. Because Monique has been talking about all of this stuff for a very, very long yeah. time. And I just think that, like, sometimes, you know, I think a lot of times, sometimes people hate the people that speak up. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to play the... I'm nice. I'm queen. Yeah, yeah. I'm debutante. I'm I'm more organic. Yeah. But it's like what Monique is saying is serious. Yeah. You know, I've been on a lot of sets and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You work all day. You don't do you know what I mean? You you barely like, giving food. Barely giving food. You know, then you really low key not getting paid for all this mm-hmm. damn like they gonna work you for whatever they yeah. quote unquote paying you for. It's like twenty hour days. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What people have to go through on set. Um I think that, you know, Monique, she always going to ruffle a couple feathers. Because mm-hmm. what D.L. DL Hughley got on the internet mm-hmm. to say about Monique after everything she said, all of that, she do all these crunches and get bigger. The only way I know that happened is if Captain is in the front of your crunch. Wait, what? Like, just stuff that be like, that just don't even add up. And, and it, it's just mean stuff. And I just feel like it just gets to a point where it's like, believe black women mm-hmm. not even to just like bring that cliche back up of like believe black women but i think that like at a certain point if somebody's and she provided receipts that's the thing too about monique she always provides her receipts yeah like for her to be on club shay shay and have sent shannon sharp of a recording i of, heard the recording oh did you are you going it's leaked oh yeah you, you do hear tyler perry <laughs> you definitely hear her husband her husband's like, did you or not, or did you say Damn. <laughs> that Monique was, did you not make up that Monique was whatever, you know, hard to uh, work with, difficult to work with? He was like, yes, yes, I apologize. I did say that. No, yeah. I, I didn't say the whole thing, but you definitely do hear Todd Perry's. I mean, Todd Perry, Oprah, who else? Lee Daniels, they all together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she did bring up also Kevin Hart, too. Yeah. Which, you know, basically, like, he's kind of like, you know, funny I'm acting. Consistent. Uh-huh. It's given like many people are saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy that she's speaking of her truth. She's also going on tour with Cat Williams. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta watch this. I gotta get on this tour now. Mm-hmm. Tori. 
Cat, cat and mommy? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do hope that she's still able to find work in Hollywood, though. You know what I mean? What do you think about people saying that her husband is her downfall? Uh, I think that, you know, as a husband, I don't really know him. I mean, obviously, we don't really know him like that, but he definitely has a weird energy to him, I would say. You know, it's not, it's just it's just something. I think also because she calls him daddy, too. So it's just a combination of all of that that, that just gives it, like, it's nothing. He's standing for his wife, as he should. Like, we just talked about Jay-Z. Like, you should stand up for your wife, you know? Um, but... Again, I don't know how he is in Hollywood. You know, just like how uh, with Wendy Williams and Kevin. You know, it's kind of like oh, the husband. You know what I mean? He definitely gives like he's a strong force, right? Yeah. He's definitely a strong force. Um, he's definitely like that, like strong alpha man. You know, I mean, yeah. she calling him daddy, so <laughs> he definitely is is definitely strong. So I can see how it may be distasteful sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It may it could come off as like, okay, you're doing a little too much. Yeah. I could see that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but hey, she stand by her man, and that's her man. She gonna ride with him today. I mean, look, he stand by her too. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think yeah, I think ultimately they're fighting for what is true for them. Yeah, I just hope that she doesn't kind of remain a scapegoat. With this whole thing. Like, I hope she still finds work in Hollywood where she we see her in movies. I mean, well, she wasn't BM, BMF. I like Monique as an actress. Yes, I think I she do. deserves, uh, you know, even like, th- that's the thing I will say. When she first spoke out on the Netflix thing, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people immediately crack jokes to mm-hmm. be funny. Mm-hmm. But I agreed with her a thousand percent. And I remember saying that I discovered Netflix from Monique. Mm-hmm. She had a, a, a comedy special. And that's what I watch. So, like, I just think that, like, yeah, like you know, it's it's sad that she got to go this route. Yeah, of feeling like she messy or whatever. Yeah. But somebody got to do it. We got to stop calling speaking out messy. Mm-hmm. Like, but she never came off messy. She never. She just she didn't she do it in a messy spoke, way. She, she didn't people. That's it. Yeah. So she like, was never messy with the way she spoke. People up. really do got to be no. careful about these narratives. Yeah. No. Just once you get a narrative, it does stick. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, shout out to Monique, though. Fight your fight. Club Shay Shay really is what Carisha Please wanted to be. Okay. Um, But since we are already talking about interviews, let's get to part two of this Mariah Huck interview with Carlos King. Mm-hmm. So, we talked a little bit about part one. Um, and, you know, gave everybody backstory about who Mariah Huck is. But they got into part two. And part two was a little bit more juicy because they talked about... Phaedra's addition to the show. I, I think you should give a little background who Mayor Huck is and what this interview is about. Just in case, you know. If they're, um, yeah. Like, it's married to medicine. She's the founder or, like, the creator. So, well, Erica just said yeah, that. That's pretty much it. She's, <laughs> she's the creator. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of, like, what they talked mm-hmm. about. And then, like, she was also ejected from the show yes. in a way where it's, like, kind of unprecedented to see how people vote off a cast member mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so now on this part of the interview, she talked a lot about what the show is now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characters from Toya to Phaedra to Dr. Jackie. Um, and you know, just really got into the tea. So I want to talk about first of all, Dr. Jackie is the villain. Mm-hmm. Do we so do you agree with that? Yeah, I think it's now apparent that she's the villain. Yeah. You know, like she is that like silent killer type of thing and then has somebody else speak you know say the things that she's thinking and that's um heavenly you know um i think yeah it's it's definitely she's really showing her true true colors this yeah. year and i don't know if because she feels like 
she's old. I mean, you know, Mariah did say like did um Jackie never liked Mariah. Yeah. And she was like, she didn't she doesn't know it because like some older women just don't really like younger women. They don't like successful young women. They just kind of feel a little like mm. Like if you know, no, like you have the house, are. you got this husband, mm-hmm. you got this kids, you got this lifestyle, and what do you do? And exactly. I'm a doctor, exactly. You know that kind of comparison, exactly. and I, and I could see that, and I absolutely can see that. Um. So yeah, to answer that question, yeah, absolutely. I never care for Doctor Jackie, but you know she brought up a great point of like. What is going on in her marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, when she really started talking about, like, we don't know what's going on in these girls' marriages, and this is called Married to Medicine, it's true. We have no idea what's really going on in Cecil and Simone's marriage and Jackie and what's her husband's name? Curtis. Curtis. Curtis's marriage. And I love that Mariah spoke to, like, a lot of time, all you see is them showing how difficult it is to be married to a successful black woman. Mm-hmm. When it's like... You never get to see how, because honestly, I I forget that um Cecil was like a big marketing VP or something, yeah, and we absolutely. never saw anything. Maybe he looked like a goof troop on the show. Yeah, absolutely. He looked like a complete goofy. So I think it is interesting is or how it's orchestrated. Yeah, I do think Jackie's a little reserved, mm-hmm. and she does think like she a celebrity. Doctors. I mean, she is a celebrity doctor. No, that she thinks. No, I mean, she thinks she's a celebrity doctor, so she doesn't have to mm-hmm. work as hard, and she yeah. deserves as much. Like she feels like, like work on the show. Mm-hmm. She has to bring to the show. Um, but I love that she also spoke like Jackie's the type of person. Her her toxic trait is she won't acknowledge how she makes people feel. Mm-hmm. Like she just let her say yeah. something else, or that's what makes it like very cold and mean. Yeah, you know, it's like you are so like definite and like well. You know, and it's like, exactly. you, you can't do that. But I do agree. I like, you know, it's nice because Mariah, she is the creator and she casted the people. She found the people. She paid for the pilot. Like, she really worked hard. And she said um, it was also picked up by VTV, but she ended up going with Bravo. Can't tell like, Yes, LTLC, actually, not VTV. And she felt like Bravo was just more of like the audience and crowd she was going mm-hmm. for, which I'm glad she did, not um, LTLC. Um... But I like that she did discuss the main purpose of the show was to really show married to medicine, you know, not just the the just to fool like to see black successful people in this light and the yeah. struggles. As you said, as a, a black man, you married to this successful black woman. What are the difficulties? Right. Because yeah. they don't show their careers. They don't talk about, you know, what is really going on at all. And I like she talked about how every show ever after a while, wow, it's going to evolve. And I feel like, okay, Jackie, you've gone to a point where, like, you had that big crazy stuff where her husband cheated on her, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you're really embarrassed and disgraced. And you feel like you don't want to talk about your marriage anymore. Then it's time to leave the show. Yeah. I think it's just that easy. It's just that simple. Because yeah. I feel like I get it. I mean, we talked about, you know, maybe one day we're going to be on reality TV shows. And I do think we're like, okay, how much of my life do I really, really want to show? Like, do I want everything to be exposed? I do feel like you do have a right to not have every single thing exposed, yeah. right? Not everything has to be shown. Yeah. But you also have to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Especially what is the plot? The theme of what the is show. the theme of the show? It is married to medicine. And then you had this big scandal. So it is important for us to kind of have an idea. See a little bit. Give us a little glimpse of what's going mm-hmm. on. You know? So it's just like, you're not showing us that. That's a very unfair the only person who's really showing us that is toya and she's right toya really is she's like toya's the only person she didn't know but they were like people referred her like that is a true doctor's wife and no she facts. definitely gives 
Then it matter, right? She gives Atlanta, you know, doctor's wife. She, she gives her energy. Like, I'm a housewife. Like I'm a housewife. My I'm husband man. pays for everything. Okay. Da, 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 da. I'm this and that, whatever with the attitude. I'm too. Okay. She definitely gives that. And she really is really transparent about her marriage. Even though we may talk shit about it, like, damn, she bogus. She treats her husband this way. But she's really transparent. And he's also, we also see how he be tired. Especially during COVID, he did yeah. say he's seen people die constantly, yeah. all that kind of stuff. We see how he be we tired. We see the medicine. We see the medicine. I almost want to say Heavenly and Dr. Damon could be could give it to us, but Heavenly but hides it. Heavenly's so, so fake. She's so fake about it. They could have given it to us, because I feel like Damon is open to mm-hmm. talking about his career. Yes. And even being married. Like, he's open to yes. it. I just feel like Heavenly Beyond. The only time Heavenly was a little bit vulnerable in her relationship was when they went to the Caribbean and she took, because, you know, Damon, his father is from Zibarbados yeah. or whatever, and she found um, the bare ground yeah. where he was buried at and just to help him connect with his kind of roots. That's the only parts we saw vulnerability yeah. with that marriage and relationship. Yeah. Other than that, we she don't she don't show us anything. It's also her saying Danny. Yeah, and her daughter, but it's like, come on, that's unfair. You know, that's 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 not fair. You're not really giving us the full full whatever. I do think Simone needs to go too. Simone don't do nothing but yell every season. Yell at her kids and her yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all she do is get loud. Yeah. So okay, so randomly, after the Mariah Huck episode, I watched little bits and pieces of the Heavenly and Carlos live. Okay. From the last one. Mm-hmm. Heavenly said that the season got really slow. Because remember everybody was saying like, damn, oh, yeah. got really slow. Mm-hmm. she was saying it got really slow because there was a lot of backlash for how they handled Quad mm-hmm. for the thing. She said, so they cut a lot of their extra drama out. Okay. She, it was like three, four whole group events. She was like, they cut out a lot of drama from the, the event with for Dr. Damon's thing. Mm-hmm. She said they cut out, she said that fight with Jackie and her. She said, not Jackie, with Simone and her mm-hmm. and Phaedra's son party. Yeah. She said that shit was deep. Like it was it was a lot more sad, but they cut it out. She said, because I feel like after we got all that backlash, they was like, okay, we gotta let these girls look soft again. Mm-hmm. Make them look like men women who are doctors. So she was really saying like, yeah, like a lot of stuff got cut even with alicia you know people are saying alicia's boring like she doesn't speak up she said she don't know why a lot of her stuff was cut out she said alicia got a real interesting story what she said she don't know why a lot of her stuff was cut out she said she has a very interesting story she said that girl crazy a little bit yeah you could tell eventually i'm like i'm sure i'm seeing the little the and that's crazy- what mariah spoke to too yeah like you you can see that it's something i do think that this last episode gave us something to look forward to it's about her husband saying he don't give head. Not even that. Just like the whole episode in itself with Sweetie going off on Jackie. I treat like that Sweetie spoke up. I ain't gonna lie. I was on Sweetie's side with I that was too. Because it's I like, too. Jackie, you yeah, want us to so feel bad up for you about this goddamn trip that, you know, they're taking a trip at. Where the hell is this trip at? Hilton Head, South Carolina. Because that's where her husband cheated. Okay. I wouldn't have even put two and two together if y'all didn't say that shit. Do y'all think we all care? Like, we all remember that. You know what I'm saying? But okay, even so, we get it. All right. These people apologize. Whatever. Let's move on. But you want us to, you really want to milk this thing. But it's like, you be putting me and other people in, you know, uncomfortable situations. You be kicking and laughing about me. Okay. Like, girl, please. So I actually really enjoy that she spoke up. I'm mad she apologized later on. I'm like, girl. That's my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it definitely was a good interview. And it just really gave more insight how, like, um, insights on those producers like they really are the way they play this ladies how they play them against each other you know um talent is talent the producers are on the show okay 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 i love how they talked about their phaedra is not working 
She's not. Like, she's a fan. Like, they're fans of Phaedra on this show. And it's so true. Like, it's so crazy. Because I'm like, I guess to reality TV people, Phaedra is like a legend of sorts. Mm -hmm. Like... Which she's definitely good TV, reality reality TV, yes. Even till today, on TikTok, on IG, her reads, they will go, they will go like, down in history. Like, Phaedra is a true OG. Okay. Like, when we think of the OGs, we think of Phaedra. Speaking of which, real quick tea before we go. Okay. Real Housewives of Atlanta is shaking the table that okay. they do not have a comeback date. Mm-hmm. What do you think the next plan of action is for Real Real Housewives of Atlanta? The next plan better better be they revamp the whole cast. So we know Candy ain't coming back. They said Kenya's coming back. Yeah, I said Candy. No, but I'm saying, uh-huh. but yeah, so Candy not coming back. It should come back. Moneta is fired. She's not coming back. Thank God. Um, what's the other one? It was somebody else that was not coming back. Was it Sonya? Maybe Sonya. I think it's Sonya that may not be coming back. Or if she it's Drew. I think Drew is still there a little bit. I think Drew is still there. So, I, I I mean, I don't think they confirm with anybody, for real. But I do think that they should let all these girls go. To be honest, I think the only one that should stay, and, and y'all may judge me, to me, is Marlo. I would mm. love... Hear me out. I think we have never seen Marlo with a peach with these girls. I think that because we always see Marlo as, like, friend of a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. she don't get to be in it. I, think, I would love to see her holding her own with them. And I disagree because this is what I really agree with Mariah. Because it's like, what is the name of the show? Real House Fucking Wives. Right. Where the fuck is the housewives? Where, right. where, they ain't, they're right. not even wives. They're not even girlfriends, G. You're right. They're not even fiancés. They're they just women of Atlanta. Every single woman of Atlanta. Just call it women of Atlanta. For real. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it takes You're away. Right. I'm telling you, those first fucking three, four, five seasons. You're right. It G, used to be interesting. What? Yeah. Come on, like you know, but when they started adding all these other people, like no, the first two seasons they were all fucking married. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They, they brought Candy. Fun. Candy wasn't a housewife. I didn't even have jobs for her. Exactly. Yeah. Candy wasn't a housewife, but they just brought her in. At least Kim, she was a girlfriend. She was a sugar baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So her storyline was it, it was juicy. It was juicy. Yeah. You know. Um. Then they brought Kenya. Kenya is not a housewife, but it's like all right, she's still Miss USA. Or Miss America, which you know, right. whichever one she was. But Portia was a wife. Portia was a wife when she first came. But she's like, come on. Even um, Cynthia was a wife. Cynthia was a wife. She was getting married. She was getting married. And she got married on the show. But now it's just like, please, bring a new set of women that are actually married or about to give us the name Real Housewives for sure. Okay, so, but would you like, if they asked Shamia to be on the show, would Who's you? Shamia? Oh, Shamia, Shamia. Shamia is one of those girls that's always around, but we don't know about her. That's true. I wouldn't mind getting to know Shamia. I wouldn't mind too because she definitely has, you know, and a lot going on. Girls absolutely, yeah. I wouldn't mind her. I wouldn't mind her. Absolutely, I thought I'm actually open to her. I think Nini would come back. Oh yeah, she girl. She want to come. I back. think Portia is itching to come back. Portia's come back. They said. I think. I do think she come back. It will be Portia. I think it will be Kenya. I think it could be Nini. I think that if Portia, uh, Nini, and Kenya come back, I think Sheree gonna be knocking on somebody's door, sending she an gonna email. She's gonna be a friend, yeah. She's gonna be sending an email. Um, but I do think that they would need two fresh girls. At least two fresh. At least. To not make it seem like a Hail Mary. Yeah, at least two fresh girls. And I don't know who those two fresh girls are. I don't know. Give us new faces. Real solid woman, G. They would do Jada if she had like a famous boyfriend. Who's Jada? Jada Waiter. She's too young. That's you think, but they would do her if she had like a good. And her lifestyle is different. 
She's an IG babe. I'm she's telling okay you, with the other one. She's not a hot. No, she's not on that stuff. No, up. she's not. But I'm telling you, they would do something like that. Like though, they would do one of those. Like I'm famous by way. Like they would do a TikTok couple. Mm. Okay. Like a housewife. Like you know what I'm saying. They would do a TikTok couple housewife. Oh, I thought you meant actual Jada. No, you meant like a Jada. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you meant like actual Jada. All right. Um, other interview. So rapper Logic. Um, he did an interview with his dad. And it was quite interesting. It was very emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was crying in there and you could tell they really went deep. His dad also was a former drug addict um, who was in and, out, in and out of his life. And he did ask him like, you know, how is it being that type of parent that this addiction really took you away from your kids, you know? But the main part that stood out to me was the financial aspect. Because he's a successful rapper, everyone expect him to like give 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 mm-hmm. so he gave an example of how his dad just called him like you know what i need you to give me eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars because i want to buy a house and a studio for my band and he's like what the fuck yeah <laughs> like eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars that's a lot you know what i'm saying mind you he said i still got my mama i got my um seven other siblings too yeah. they all want a nice house okay and a nice house in this day and age in this market is gonna be at least 400k 500k because you want a decent house Okay, y'all want cars too. And he was like, okay, with the house, if I'm getting you a nice expensive house, can you really upkeep it? Can you afford the mortgage really? You know, and the moments that you cannot afford the mortgage, who are you going to call to pay that? Me, because I bought the house. Exactly. The gas bill, the light bill, who are you going to call to pay that? Me. Your car, who are you going to call to pay that? Me. And don't, let's not forget this, nine people, they also do got kids of their own too. That's another expense, you know? And he was like, you guys expect me to just give, 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 give. He's like, I do give that to the homeless. You know, I give anonymously to a lot of other charities and foundation. I just don't exploit it and talk about it on social media. But I really do give. But for you guys to expect me to give, give, give. And a key thing he said, he's like, I have given out tens of thousands of dollars to my siblings and see them fucking piss it off on shit. On literally nothing and then you come back to ask me for more so my question is you know when it comes to like finances and family especially when you're the rich one in the family like is that it's african suit is that a heavy obligation like you have to take care of everybody but it's like where do you draw the line to be like no i have to take care of myself like yeah i'm rich now but can i still maintain my lifestyle i, I shouldn't have to low live on a low level because so i can afford to take care of everybody yeah you know what i'm saying I definitely think that, like, I'm starting to get to a point in my life where I don't care about anybody else no more. It's unfortunate, but you kind of have to be like that to an extent. Yeah. Where it's like... Y'all will survive. Y'all will live. Yeah, like, I think that I'm more giving now than I will ever be as a millionaire. Mm. Like, I I, I can get in there because, you know, it, it is what it is. Get it how I live. But when I really get real money, I don't think I'm going to be as frivolous as I am with it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, now somebody can get 20 up off me really easy. 20 what? $20. So when you become rich, you ain't finna be giving that $20 off? No, because then it'll become a culture of you could borrow from me. It's go, it going to be 2 I don't want to create a culture of you can borrow from me. For real. I want it to be serious to you. Yeah. Ah, damn, I'm out of your stratosphere. Like, yeah, no, for real. And it's like, yes, should you give? Absolutely. But I don't believe in giving to the level where it's going to affect you. Yeah. That now you can't afford to take care of. So you definitely have to have strong, strong boundaries. Yeah. Um, it was a quote that, um, was I think it was Jay-Z that said, like, 
yes, success doesn't necessarily change you. It changes the people around you. Yeah. Because then they view you as this immediate meal ticket. Yeah. You know, which is really, really unfair, especially parents. And then, I mean, not to come at his dad, but then you were in and out of his life, G? He was a drug addict. Logic has done so many documentaries where he don't even acknowledge having a father. Mm-hmm. Or he acknowledge, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm black, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cause my daddy black and like, but you know, in this interview, he actually really talked about that black. He's like, I am really black, but people, you know, don't want to acknowledge that part. Like, I no, do so much. Do, County, I do so saying? much for the community, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, you know, now as, as we are growing, by God's grace, we are successful and we're going to be more successful. Amen. But it just makes me think, like, when we get to that level, how would we handle it? You I'm know what I'm saying? Associate and leave the family group text. <laughs> group text really i'm the administrator so really once i leave it's over that's it i'm like how would i how would you handle it like you know if family members like hey give me money i will give you something to start your business you know what i'm saying i would but i need a that. business plan and i got five percent okay okay like i think that the way i would carry it is like even like there's nobody i would give anything for free even my mom she'll be on an allowance it wouldn't even be like oh she would have access to be like I mean, I want to go to Paris. Please give me ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Like she would try it, but I'd be like, "Girl, this is not. You get allowance on the fifteenth of every month. We okay, fifteenth every month. Okay, okay. And you better save if you're trying to go to Milan. Okay, that's not that's not extra. This is your allowance. If it's okay, Christmas or birthday, I'm gonna give you a little extra. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But don't don't suck me dry now. Like no, so I don't know. I I definitely think that like with with money and family and finances and then i feel like with siblings and siblings kids and all that shit like mm-hmm. that, come on, once you have a family of your own you got a family of your own like don't include me in your in your family mm-hmm. for real that's y'all, y'all you, you made know. those decisions to do certain things you found a like, partner absolutely. Like, you should not be relying on me mm-hmm. i could you know be santa claus every now and then if i decide to but don't be relying on me to yeah. fund your lifestyle or to pay your, your kids' school fees. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Man, do I know that story or not? <laughs> Speaking of relationships, um, Robert T. Grizzly, he did an interview with um, Breakfast Club. And, you know, he got married at the age of 28. Yeah, he recently got married. It was like last year or so. And, you know, as we know in the industry, that's quite young and early. You know, even life. even life, exactly. As you as a for a man too. Yes. Twenty eight, you're married. And um what was the guy? Envy was like, So how did you know you found the one? You know, and he made a statement saying, like, No, like you know the one. No one is the one. It's not about you finding the one. It's like as the man, you are the one. Meaning you have to be the one that is ready to commit and propose in a relationship. And I was like, Mm. Like again, he's not saying that. Of course, whoever you marry is not special. Of course, you have exactly. to have that special person that you feel like you guys would fit and you guys are compatible, all that kind of stuff. But that one aspect, because I, f- I feel like when we hear the one, we hear it a lot more. Like the the load is placed more on women. Like, like something about you has to make yourself stand out. Exactly as, as woman. Like okay, this is the special woman. And then you know, when I think about it in life, I mean, we're good women and we've been with men and we're like, it's not like we weren't special. Okay. It's not like we're a good woman because even while we're with them, they'll be like, "Oh, you're so special." I don't got you any nigga to say that. Don't try to give me back. Period. Period. Stand on it. <laughs> you know, so it's not like we're not the one, but it's just that the men that they were at that time, they weren't ready to commit. Yeah. It doesn't take away 
from who we were from who we were or yeah. from us being the one you know what i'm saying yeah and i think and i, and I love that how he said like you got to be the one because the man you proposed have, he said as a man you propose you don't want to make the choice you don't want to do it you don't want to pick so you got to be the one you got to choose it every day you got to want it every day Fact. And fact. I think that seeing and, and you know, I feel like we talked about this a little bit before when I said that I think like part of my dating problem is I don't date dudes that genuinely want to be boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I be, I be okay. dating dudes that's like, we have a connection, we have a bond, but they're not boyfriend material. Yeah. They're not the type that know how to commit they're or not how to choose to. Yeah. person or, mm-hmm. or even want that for themselves. Mm-hmm. They still out and about. Mm-hmm. And here I am trying to make myself enough to, to be the them. one to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's such a toxic notion because yeah. you, really, you have to remember that they are the ones who make that choice. Okay. And if somebody don't choose you, that's not for you to force them or manipulate them. Okay. It's for you to understand that you want their choice. Okay. And I and I do think that like it is important to hear men say that, understand and acknowledge that like not be choosing. Exactly. Because you know when he said that, he kind of took like a load off of me a little bit because I'm just like, hmm, I'm not the. Pr- Okay, not saying I don't have issues. <laughs> I'm not I'm the just drama. Like, I'm not am I the drama. Um, no, I am not the drama. For real. I am not the problem. And it's like, you know what? If whoever wasn't ready at that point, even if you were so ready to make it, mm. like, we are going to be the, the family and the one and the whatever. But it's just like, if that motherfucker was not ready to commit to you, it was nothing you could do. And then if he's ready to commit to another woman years from now, it still doesn't take away from you. Yeah, it's it doesn't mean that you are less of a woman or that you ain't great enough. It just means he wasn't great at that moment to be with you. He wasn't ready at that moment. And whenever he becomes ready, and that's good for him. So it's definitely nice to hear a young man, 28 at that, to even make that type of statement. What if they commit before you and after you, but don't commit to you? <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. What? It's, it's still the same. But, you know, sometimes you have buffer moment, you know. What's to say? Buffer girlfriend, buffer and boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You have that in-between moments. Right. Between. I know, right? Maybe not be... What's the word? Buffer. buffer you know. Time will stop placeholder. So that Jesus, in the name of Jesus, no I rebuke him. Ah. Hey, no kitchen. Hmm. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's my just, poetic Nigerian. I just said the call. I just said the there as decoration. Something to hold you down. You're not even holding them down. Hmm. Holding afloats. Hmm. Okay, may we not still be, be held afloats. May we be held down. <laughs> anyway, I think that was just good conversation right there. I really did like that. All right, so you know, you know, I'm not in these TikTok streets, but I catch wind of some things that happen. <laughs> so evidently, there is a TikTok couple, um, and the wife, Mahogany Jackson, is def- deciding to divorce her husband because he was caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing, though: they have three sets of young twins, twin boys, twin boys, all under all three, boys. I believe, like under I four. Think, uh, yeah, maybe four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Under four. It's very young children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was caught cheating the way niggas be cheating. You know, niggas go nick. Had a whole, whole separate, you, you know, whole separate, I mean, mm-hmm. acting like he ain't mm-hmm. have what he have. And she found out about it. Heartbreak, heartbreak. But the girls are trying to give her advice. Okay. The girls are saying, baby, you got six kids. Who want a single woman with six kids? You better Girl, stay where you at. You got six toddlers. You better stay where you're 
and I ain't gonna lie, I'm one of those girls telling yeah. her, bitch, you should stay because I have one toddler and dating is a freaking struggle. Mm. Okay. Finding time, finding whoever is going to babysit, paying girls for asking babysitters like a hundred dollars for a couple of hours. I'm like a hundred dollars. What? Damn. So it's like, okay, even forget like, oh, her even dating other people. Six little boys by yourself. That's one what? is deaf. I think one has special needs, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're that's multiple diapers that you're changing. People do too much. And it's like, girl, okay, y'all divorced because she did say he cheated him on multiple occasions. Like, this mm-hmm. is not the first time. It's not like a one time thing. So I get the like the heartache and the headache of like, okay, you're going to cheat multiple times. You might as well just let me be. Let me be. But in those situations, like, okay, you divorce, does that mean that now you guys are going to live separately, right? So y'all gonna have joint custody. That shuffling of the six, six little days. boys. Okay, he's here for four. The kids are here for four days. Here for three days. That alone is a headache. You know what I'm saying? Picking up. Who's picking up? Who's dropping off? And as a mom, let's be real. Majority of the the time, the kids are gonna be with you. Mm-hmm. It's all gonna be with you, on you. So it's just like, girl, you better y'all better have an agreement on an open relationship. Go cheat on it. Do your thing too. Let's let it be open. It's painful, but it's just like you are not, man. You are because I'm like, okay, this man too. Did you plan it? Did you want to leave me alone with this kid so you could go do your shit on the okay. side? Mind you, this is not a fine man. No, he's not. He's a short, round, bald head man. Damn. He is not no fine man. He's not no cup of tea. No, exactly. He's not. I'm like, who is even looking at him? You get him somebody. Saying? Somebody. That's crazy. Because they got their little TikTok IG money. Okay. YouTube money. You okay. Know? Notoriety. They do have the little money. I ain't girl, gonna stop, they do it's... anything. Fuck out. Okay. But I'm just like, girl. No, you're not leaving me with this kid. We gonna be in this situation. You cheat. I cheat too. It's gonna be an open relationship. Let's have an agreement. We gonna figure this stuff out together. Then maybe when the kids get of a certain age, then yeah, we could separate. Yeah, I definitely think that like, y'all, this is what I be saying. Like people do not be doing no family planning. Because first of all, you messed up when you had six kids. No, this one's intentional. You could tell, because I probably feel like y'all also did this for the gram. That's y'all did saying. it for the YouTube. To yes. have, like, a YouTube family. Literally, one of those. at the hospital, I'm pushing. Like, y'all recording uh-huh. every... Like, Exactly, because why are you even putting your body through that? Why are you having sets, three sets of twins back to back to back? For what? What are you, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Some people want big families, so, but it's still like, girl. If you want a big family, that means you need to keep to that big family. You, okay. Because once it's okay. big, you can't make it small. Because this is a big-ass broken home you, you create. Okay, you can't be breaking it up no, no. more. Ain't in pieces. Mm. At, at this age, it's not, mm. at least Octomom, mom, those kids were a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, they were too young, but at least they were like, okay, when they seven, yeah. That, no. Girl, I mean, do you think she should stay or she should leave? Just over a little bit of cheating. No, I'm just playing. Um, I mean, honestly, they they do gotta come up with an arrangement mm-hmm. because ultimately he's still your partner in this. Forever. Like re- regardless of how your romantic life is, yeah, he gotta be your partner in this because not too many people gonna sign up to quarterback six young children quarterback barely for one child yeah six six young ones twin no people ain't gonna do all that and then it's like they still gotta interact with their daddy anyway so you might as well accept that like look we gotta figure this out until we don't have to figure this it's out it's gonna be a polyandry relationship no seriously so make this relationship I mean, you it's just gotta be- press him like that you gotta make his life uncomfortable serious and that's something i'm learning G. that's it you want to make my life uncomfortable oh two can't play that game yeah you gotta make men life uncomfortable that is something i'm learning because now let me be quiet but i'll be I, I also i'll be learning how to make people life uncomfortable too 
yeah, no, let's be bogus. You know, we don't, we don't wish harm on nobody, but it's like, girl, you wanna you wanna do what? You I was like, does he even have the time to cheat? Because y'all always y'all, find the time. That's the thing though. They find the resources and the time no matter what. As much as they be like, I'm stressed, I'm working, I'm in school, I got six kids, I'm 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 a pastor, I got this job. I mean, could be homeless, living off his friends, doing whatever, and still fine. Find time to cheat. So and also, like, you know, for people who, like, share locations with their husbands, I feel like that's a great, that's good. If it works for you, awesome. But because y'all sharing location, that still don't mean that man don't cheat on you. It literally don't. It just means you know where he is when he did it. Facts. Okay. <laughs> he did it in a basement. Gunshot. And in a garage. In a closet. It means that he in left. The car. He left the device you track where you need to know it's at. The person is not there. Pew, 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 pew. Like... Literally, like, uh-uh. What do you think about sharing locations? Are you for sharing locations? I thought I've discussed this. Have you? I have shared locations with the... Like, okay, with your husband. Well, I'm not married, but... but are you but, saying what I... Yeah. yeah. If I do it with my little monogamy, my whoever... <laughs> not a monogamy. My whoever's. <laughs> um, I would do it with my husband for sure. I've never shared a location with a man, actually. I'm not opposed to it. It's like a, 10 years you share your location with I know, right? <laughs> I'm actually not opposed to it. I, I wouldn't mind it at, at all. Um, you know what they can make you do? Me, I had to suffer. Ask. Come up with I, case I still haven't shared any look. What you talking about? I never shared location with any man. You said, see what? me. Oh, I thought you said, see what dick would make you do. I'm like, so, I never had But now, see how open your head is to it. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I got to try now. So I'm a little bit more open for safety. Of course. Ah. <laughs> All right, moving on. So I, um, again, you know, I'll be on TikTok. So I saw this. Am I the house asshole questions? Okay, I have two questions that I want to ask y'all. So the first one is, am I the ha- asshole? This man, he lost his, why am I saying asshole? Why am I saying Hi, baby. Okay, am I the asshole? This man was married um to... His ex-wife, she passed away in a tragic car accident. They were happily married. They had two kids, teenage kids. Anyway, fast forward three, four years later, he got engaged to a new woman, right? Mm. Great woman. The kids like the woman, but they're not close to her. They're not close, but, you know, everyone's She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. So now, propose engagement. They have a dinner. In the dinner, it is the the you know the guy, his fiance, his two kids, um, his parents, and his sister in law from the ex wife, and her husband is there, right? And then in all celebration, the fiance is like, "I'm so glad your ex wife died because I wouldn't have had you." Gay gang, like damn. Oh, wrong shit. Oh damn, <laughs> man. Okay. <laughs> Is it, no, it's not that one. Hold on. I don't like that. that I don't one. like that. Yes. Damn. Now we have <laughs> But yes, um, I'm glad your wife died. And then silence. That's fucked up. The daughter, because he has a son and a daughter. The daughter is the younger one. She walked out. Okay. Everyone was stunned. It ruined the dinner practically, you know. And you know, the fiance tried to kind of you know, the awkward laugh it off, like. Ah. I'm just joking, but it's kind of like it's ruined. 
So now people are looking like, are you going to say anything? But he said he was just really in shock. It's kind of like, what do I even say to this? So daughter is upset. The lawyer hasn't spoken to him in three days. His older son, he spoke to his older son. His older son was like, you know what? I'm an adult myself. I think the oldest son is like 17, 18 type of thing. Oh, okay. And he's like, I'm not going to tell another man to be with who not another he man. wants to be with. But I would not be with a woman that would say something like that about my child's mother. Especially knowing the way she died. Mm. So now, she, car accident. Oh. It was a tragic situation. I mean, I, I, I'm i sorry. I, I just, the way he said it, it sounded Yeah, good. like, it wasn't like, oh, y'all divorced and then she yeah. died later on. You know, it was kind of like, you How know, long ago again was like it? Like three, four years ago. You know? And then it, it was also kind of, I think she, she's asked the question of like, oh, if, prior to this situation, she did ask once that, if your wife didn't die, would y'all still be, still be together? So he said, when she said, made that question, I think he kind of like didn't, kind of blew it off, you know, and she only said it one time and that was it. And he was like, okay, we're good. It's not coming up again. And then now she said this. So should he, def- you know, go on with the marriage or not? I think that she is overly obsessed with the fact that, mm-hmm. like you could tell she probably was one of those women who didn't think she would find love. Mm-hmm. Because now she's overly, ex- like, obsessed with the fact that it was by chance, by faith, that she found the one. Mm. Like, had this woman still been here, she might not found her person. Yeah. So now she damn near like, we're really the one, right? Yeah. You're not, like, settling for me because you're heartbroken because you're not with your, your wife. Your wife isn't here. Like, I'm not your second choice. Like, like I don't, I'm not, yeah, like, I'm not the second choice. Like, you chose me, right? Right. And it's like, but girl... But girl, that's something you keep to your head. That's something you keep for the girls' night. You exactly. That's you, the secret you tell your bestie. Yeah. That girl, I am lucky. Glad she died. G. Yeah. I mean, it's a bogus statement to say, nonetheless. Yeah. But to say that out publicly to him and then in a public dinner with the kids, with the kids. Yeah, I think that that's what made it super uncouth that you so boldly said it at a dinner too. It ain't even like you said it at some intimate family dinner. You let it slip out like, and I no, come on now, you tacky. So should he? Go ahead and marry her. I think they should definitely go to, ter- to therapy mm-hmm. and figure out the root of those statements. Okay, okay. Because I don't think those statements are malicious. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's saying it to to help make you feel more of a widow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she's saying it to emphasize the fact that your wife died. Yeah. But I do think it's more of an insecurity within her. It's a heavy insecurity within like, her. It, it, to me, it sounds like she's yeah. like, yeah. would you not have chosen me yeah. if you're not heartbroken yeah am i the rebound of your wife mm-hmm. am i always gonna be in the shadow of your mm-hmm. wife so it also makes me feel like is there a reason why she compares herself to a woman that's no longer yeah and it's like does he make you feel that way yeah. you know so i think therapy is a good i think that's a very yeah. good solution to see like is it that he's doing something to make you feel like you're the second best type of thing and that just shows how different men are from women because i think that women would not marry somebody who's just cool with their kids Mm-hmm. We're okay. Some women will, but yeah, true. Like some women will. You're right. Yeah. So I think some, some women. Will. Yeah. Some actually women. Will. For me, it's important to. You can't just be we just cool. But I think also because the kids are older. Yeah. True. So I kind of get. You know, I can under- also see it too. The kids are older. You know, it's not like oh, like a little toddler. You can't just be cool with a toddler. Okay. Like you, you gotta be. They gotta like you. Okay. You know, but I know that older kids are also harder. To kind of work with, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, 
men are different in that sense. Like, you know, men be like, as long as they cool, they get along, ain't no whatever, whatever. But women were more like, no, it has to be a deeper connection. You know, you have to love my child like your child. Like, men don't really have that strong focus, and that's a relationship. Now, the second one I have question is, now I also posted it on our page. Um, so let's say Lady A and Lady B. Okay, mm-hmm. Lady A is a 32 year old woman. She has a five year old child, and Lady B is a 27 year old single woman. They're okay. sisters. Okay, Lady B used to be a hoe. She used to be outside. She was getting fucked, cracked, all that kind of stuff. Wow. She gave her love, life to God. She joined a church, and she went to get her hymen reconstructed. Oh. Because she's like, you know, I've been loosened up. She's a real born again. Let, okay. Let me tie this shit back up. This is a brand new cooch. Okay. No more pound town for me. Oh, okay. So now she found a man at her church. They got married. Okay. Christian man. Um, But this Christian man, you know, one of those, you know, like, oh, if you're a woman that have a child out of wedlock, you a hoe. If you're a woman that you're not married and you are this and that, you a hoe. Like, oh, you're super. That type of mindset. Okay. <laughs> so the husband looks down on her sister which is lady a because it's like you a 30 year old 31 year old woman um you know you have a child out of wetlock whether daddy at whatever whatever so of course lady a is kind of like damn why are you letting your husband come to me like this and okay this way mind you lady a is like actually bitch i you, am the virgin like you don't know about your wife i'm the virgin and this baby that i'm taking care of is actually your wife's child that i've been taking care of for the past five years Okay, trying to support her and help her get her life together. Uh-huh. But the baby calls Lady B, which is actually the mama, T. Hold on, pause. Okay. So she's really a virgin in real life. Yes. And she decided to take care of her little sister's she, baby. Exactly. It's one of those, like, your sister had a child, you know, a little bit early type of thing. And maybe she's not in a space in life to take care of you. You're a little bit more successful. Okay, I'll take care of a child for you. So you get yourself together. But then you go out and marry. And then it's kind of like, damn, I'm still taking care of your child. Mm-hmm. And then you have the nurse to marry this type of man who's thinking I'm the hoe, but bitch, you are the hoe. Okay. And I have your child. Exactly. Now the question is, should I spill the tea or should I keep the secret? I'm gonna spill the tea to my sister again, because clearly this hoe forgot. She didn't did, really did forget because how also how would you even let your child just go on to not even know, know that you're the mom? It's not like, oh, this was like a some teenage pregnancy because you know there are some situations like that where that a child ends up being with that you know with the grandmother yeah. or whatever and eventually let the child know but it's just like but you have they, but it's like you're with this type of man that has this certain views on women mm-hmm. and you're letting your man even take it out on me okay that's the part i'm just kind of like come on g exactly. why would you want to be with a man that doesn't even know you have a child some women i'm gonna spill it g i'm sorry they, i'm gonna remind her that's what i'm saying i'm gonna spill it to her for sure would you spill it to the husband would you forever keep the secret? It might be one of those things that cause distance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really for me to spill to him. That's true. It really isn't because it's not going to do. I don't give a fuck about him that much. So I'm really mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever. Because eventually it would spill, though. It's going to spill eventually. You know what I'm saying? Eventually. My issue is like with you as my sister. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, you let your husband assault me. So now I ain't going to be here because where would I know him from? Is it not to be around you that he'll be around me? Exactly. So that's where the issue would be. Yeah. I would spill it to her for sure. Yeah, exactly. For my own worst tea. Yeah. So I was just like, ooh, things be going on. Things be going no, on. Things be happening, boy. Things People, be families. Happening. Things be happening. Family secrets. All right, y'all. So let's get to our favorite part of the week, um, where we talk about the dumbass, the goofy, the person who did the Olodo thing of the week. 
an alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Alodo rabata, goofass. Today's Alodo of the Week really got to get Alodo in the midst of Black History Month and on the heels of the Super Bowl. So if we don't know, the Super Bowl um, finalists are the Kansas Chiefs and the San Francisco... What? I don't know the name of the thing, but it's San Francisco. 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers. And on the, um, the Kansas Chiefs, the quarterback is Travis Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey has been in the news a lot for dating Miss Girl Taylor Swift. Um, but also recently, he made headlines with the New York Times. The alert of the week this week got to go to the New York Times because they created an article saying that Travis Kelsey, this white man on the Kansas City Chiefs, created the fade. The fade. Like the low-cut Caesar. The fade. The fade. The the two four a the two two four you know the cutter guards the fade, and I just found that crazy. You and your girl already tried to appropriate swag something, <laughs> and now the fade. I just feel like we like come on y'all. Like are y'all gonna say you've never seen black people with this haircut? Or I what? do like when he was asked though. He was like no, he did say no. Like yeah, no, I did right. not like you know it's just a haircut. No, I did not. You know, but the fact that it's the same way they're like um Kim Kardashian created boxer. created a box of braids. Box of braids, really? It's like come on. So yeah, that is definitely big Olodo. I just really feel like you know what, black men, this is what y'all get for abandoning the fade. Aban- abandoning what? They abandoned the fade. They did. Black men don't get fades no more. They don't. Right? They don't get ways with the fades with the no. Really? They really don't. What? I still be seeing it. Not like that, like that. Really? How many black men you, could you count with a real fade? Girl, I be because I be finding those Barbara um, TikTok boy. They still be I getting mean, yeah, Some, but like some dudes do get it. But like I feel like when you go, when you look outside, when you walk down the street, mm-hmm. not how many men you see with a fade. What did they, What did they be having? They be having like unkept locks. I don't get lost. Some people try to do the S curl. Some people just a lot of people just have a fro. Mm-hmm. They don't be doing their hair at all no more. Damn. I mean, it's it's expensive not to cut the hair now because some barbers charge a hundred dollars. Yeah, Twenty dollar haircut no it's longer gone. exists. It's gone. Oh, you mean to tell me you guys also spend a lot of money for hair? Girl. Maybe my clients tell me like, just for a little shape up the for your fascia and your lining, mm-hmm. girl, that should be fifty dollars, boy. Yes. I'm like, fifty dollars just for a lining, yes. not a haircut? Yes. Depending on the barber, so yeah, but yeah, damn. The white boys definitely began to fade, though. I ain't gonna white lie. White boys be eating. The I ain't gonna up. lie. I ain't gonna lie. They be getting it. They, they be getting the fade up. They have used that as their cheat code to dating racially ambiguous women, women of all races. White men get the fade. Okay. But New York Times, just to let you know, especially on this Black History Month, the fade belongs to us. Period. All right, let's go to our next segment, which is Care for the Culture. And this goes to Asha Juan Simon, and she is from South Sudan. And she is a peer educator that has started teaching both boys and girls how to make reusable sanitary pads. The peer educator says she started to teach students how to make the items by hand using a needle, thread, and material because sewing machines are very expensive. Girls often skip school due to limited resources for um, sanitary pads and a lack of menstrual management and knowledge. Um, She says that now I live a stress-free life making my own sanitary pads when needed. 
boys also take part. After the menstrual health management training, we noticed that girls that more girls feel comfortable learning about it. I think this is amazing. That's super duper amazing. Absolutely. That's like more than amazing because like, as we know, that is a primary reason for why a lot of young girls do not get the education that they deserve. Absolutely. Like, don't forget that we still live in a world where resources are really, really limited. Where, yes. you know, the things that we take for granted, people don't have it. Even, even even us living in the Western world, pads are expensive. Hell yeah. Because, you know, now I'm trying to use um more like natural pads. I don't mm -hmm. need to always anymore because I ain't gonna lie, this should be having my pussy breaking out. Damn for real? Yes, yes. And I've heard other people also say like they will have like boils or stuff like that. Like it also like, you know, sometimes it's natural to have that because you're in your period. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the pads you use play a role in that too. I use it always like that. I do use a lot of generic brands. Okay, and maybe those generic brands. Yeah, no, I don't have the, yeah. Because yeah. then when you said I was like, okay, I don't use it always. Yeah, so I use more of a natural, and I noticed, like, since I uh, switched, like, more of a cotton, and it's not as, like, jelly, you know, like, how always is, I don't be having, you know, the issues. Irritations. Mm -mm. I, don't, I, actually, I actually really don't have the irritations anymore. Um, Now, it's not as convenient <laughs> as, like, always is, you know. But, hey, it's something. I don't know, I don't know if I'll ever go switch to the cup. I don't know if I, I would. But true enough for that, yeah. Yeah. And people do have like the menstrual panties as well uh -huh. that you could just wash and mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know if I'm there yet. I'm not secure enough for that. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you could just catch my flow like that. Like, yeah. And it's like, is it going to be, yeah. Is it going to be strong enough? Yeah. I don't know. Um. So even us, like, pants are expensive. I'd be looking like, damn. It look like, no, it's the insane club for sure. Like, what the hell? So let alone in certain rural areas where it's like, you know, I know back in the day, my aunt used to tell me like, you know, they used to like dig a, a ground, a hole in the ground and like they would sit in it. Damn. For yeah, me. for a while. Um, Because that's where the menstrual blood will go to. You know, oh, in certain communities, menstruation is seen as dirt. You know, you're dirty for this month, you know? Um, and I love really I really love that she's including boys in the making of this. I think that's very, 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 very important. Um, that'll make a big difference. So that's amazing that she's doing that. It's so amazing. But yes, girl, any final thoughts, final conversations, final word of the day that you wanna give to us, to the people? Um, I think also just to Piggyback off something Jay-Z said when he said, you just got to keep showing up. Okay. Um, And I think that that is accurate, especially as we come off of our episode last week talking about really sticking to those New Year's resolutions mm -hmm. and everything. You just got to keep showing up for yourself. Good days, bad days. You just got to show up. I agree. Thank you very much. I think my quote is... You are the one, you know, don't worry about somebody else being the one for you or whatever. You be the one that you want to be for yourself. Be the one. Okay. Family, do you have any final words? Hi. Oh, nah, <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in. And this is Cross Culture. I'm a little dog. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me. Oh, Who's that?
Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's Ariel, and this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? Hey. 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 I don't like it. I'm not for everybody.